Welcome to Oh The Places We Will Go, a podcast where you will get to join the adventures of the Turners while they climb to Everest Base Camp for the first time. Our podcast promises to be informative, but most of all a barrel of laughs. Thank you so much for joining us along for the ride. So welcome to episode seven of Oh The Places We Will Go podcast. Yay! Worst day of my life. Well, that was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday was the, literally the hardest day of my life. But yesterday's a long time ago. <laughs> this morning was pretty tough. No. But no, it wasn't. All right. Well, let, let's talk about our last two days instead of using this as a complaining sounding board. Whatever. Whatever. So what, what did we get up to yesterday? So last thing we were, were talking about, we were in facting. 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 Um, and then it was just a leisurely 11 or 12 kilometre... Uphill. High, no, leisurely. What, what's, the, what's the words of, uh, of, of our gradual, guide? Gradual. He said Undu- gradual. Undulating. undulating. It wasn't... Not roller coaster. It wasn't roller coaster, he said. Undulating. And it was bloody roller coaster. It was down <laughs> and then massively up and then massively down and then massively up. And I can attest to that, and even Guy will agree, yeah. because his knees were hurting on the way down, yeah. and my chest was hurting on the way up. I've never, ever experienced such exhaustion in my life, ever. Mm-hmm. But how good did you feel once we got here to Namche? Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Just getting in. Yeah. And then, because our um, guide kept saying, oh, there's only one more, and then there was another one. And another one. Gung- Gunga is a liar for good. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is is what I think it's all about. But, yeah. uh, um, but yeah. he's also very good because I was really struggling. He's like, take your time. Take your time. There's no race. Follow your body, blah, blah, blah. And Guy turned around and said, no, just keep going. Just keep going. No, well, part, so part of that is that it it's really, really hard to hike to someone else's time. Um, and if you don't build any form of rhythm... Um, you're yeah. just constantly stuffed. So I'd originally thought that the that the right and the nice thing to do was to go behind Tash, but it meant any time I was building any form of rhythm... And I needed to stop. And Tash needed to stop, um, then I'd stop, and then I'd have to start from scratch again, and I was really so starting to struggle. So now he walks up to a peaky point and just waits for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's working a lot better for for me, and I think it's probably working better for you to have someone to follow. Yeah. Up as I, well. I actually do think it is better. Yeah. And Gun goes behind me, just telling me to slow down whenever I need to. Yeah. So so we we'll we'll take an opportunity to explain a bit of the pecking order at the moment. So uh, <laughs> so in in our group we've got uh, got a family that we we described a, a little bit so Nathan and Aiden are both in the army and they're 22 and 25 respectively mm-hmm. and Nathan's currently um, training to try to get a scholarship to West Point in the US yeah um, the hardest for special forces yeah so the hardest training camp in America yeah so they're so they're fine well it's not training camp it's an officers no, university no, no. Yeah, basically yeah. but so so they're I think they're finding it to be a bit of a breeze. Their, and their dad. Their father, Sven, is 
An epic hiker. An epic hiker and quite genuinely insane um, <laughs> at times. Um, and just seems to feel no fatigue and no fear. Does feel cold, though. Yeah, he complains about the cold. Yeah, doesn't doesn't like being cold. That's good. Yeah, no heater last night. That was a problem. And we were just like, that's okay. Ooh. Just put on another layer. Burn! <laughs> <laughs> He's like going off at them saying, we'll go to and stay somewhere else. Yeah. And then Nathan's uh, girlfriend, Beth, is also along. And she seems to just be waltzing along. Yeah. Yeah. She did say she struggled a little bit, but the problem was that... She said if she just stayed up the front, she would keep going. But if she got behind, then she knows she's screwed. And I said, I'm turtle team. And that's what I'm calling myself. Slow and steady wins the race. And then we've got uh, Stu, Richard and Nicole. So Stu's recently retired. Um, He was an architect. um, And and he's... Yep, so Richard's in robotics and... uh, uh, Nicola is in um, working for Deakin Uni at the moment, but was uh, um, working for a consultancy firm. So very smart uh, family, um, but they are probably a bit more our pace. <laughs> Still a bit faster than we are. <laughs> well, Richard's got an injury on his ankle, so yeah. that slowed him down, which has kept him at my pace. <laughs> yeah. and, and Stu's retired, so he's yeah. probably got an excuse. Um, and then there's the... Uh, the Moore family. Yes. Yep. So the Moors compete uh, as a family in hiking, hiking and kayaking, kayaking and whatnot. So uh, and the twelve-year-old girl Tash, who I adore, yeah, is just bolting up mountains. Yeah. So so that's fun. Yeah. Well, when when you've got a body weight of thirty-five kilos, you float upstairs, I don't, don't even you? She weighs thirty-five kilos. <laughs> but anyway, so we've got this group, and we've travelled. And we have been told that the second day was always going to be one of the toughest days you get. So the fact that I've survived that, I've gotten to Namche. 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 And today we did an acclimatisation hike. Yep. um, So we went up another 250, 300 metres. Hung around there for an hour or two. Yep. So there's a little uh, museum um, up up in the viewing point and a... Wonderful pink statue to Tenzing Norgay, mm. um, which was very cool. And Tenzing Norgay is... Yeah, so he and Hillary were the first people to summit Everest. What I didn't know was that Norgay had led the three previous closest to summiting... Um, just never quite got there. Uh, ...plays as well. So from 1950 to 53, March 53 was when they were successful. He was also part of the other major expeditions. And I think there were some Swiss mountaineers that got to literally within about 300 metres. That'd be so disappointing. Yeah, which, which must be, oh. be frustrating. So um, we popped up there. Yep. I met a beautiful dog who I named... Shit, what did I name him? Henry Kissinger. Yep. Henry Kissinger. Yep, who followed Tash Who followed everywhere. me all the way back down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no food required in that, just like a few pets. Yep, we saw a bunch of vultures. And oh, we saw the vultures. I tried that to problem. upload a video earlier to Facebook, but we ran out of internet, so I'll try to do it again this afternoon of them swooping around. That was cool. Yep, on the thermals. Then so we saw the helicopter coming in. Dropping off supplies. And then as we waited for the clouds to to pass we uh we finally saw most of everest yeah but there's a whole bunch on the other side that we yeah, can't see not quite all of everest but she's hiding at the moment yeah that's what they said she's a shy yeah <laughs> yeah so uh so i think we we'll wait till we get 
a bit closer. But last night we Googled the temperature. Now, a previous podcast we explained it to be, it was getting sunny. So it was going to be 11, like minus 11, etc. And we were like, well, we can cope with that. We did another change, like another check last night, and there seems to be a cold snap coming in. Yep. Yay so, for us. Yep. So um, tomorrow night in Tengboshe isn't going to be too bad. It was only minus seven. Seven or, no, oh, seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yep. And then the two nights following it in Dingboshe, uh, minus, minus 17. 17 or so. Yeah. Um, and we were complaining a little bit, and uh, Ganga, our guide, said, what are you complaining about? Last year it got down to minus 35. <laughs> so, Can you imagine being on that trip? So, unsurprisingly, this afternoon we went and did a bit more shopping. Yeah, we've now got a million fleeces. Um, mainly it's for bedtime. Now, on that, what is the best tip for bedtime we can give now? Yeah, so definitely, definitely fill up multiple water bottles still, preferably, preferably steel, steel but the, not insulated but the now jeans work as well yeah but fill them up with boiling water because at four o'clock this morning when we kind of stirred the bottles were still hot so what we do is about oh i went to bed about seven thirty, eight o'clock eight o'clock yep um so i took them upstairs put them in the bed in between the two of us and had three and then that's it. By four o'clock in the morning, they're still warm, and we'd actually kicked our socks off, both of us. So that's a good, very good tip for anyone. Another thing. That being said, it was only one degree last night. Yeah, but still. 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 It will get better on the way up. We'll need yeah. it more. We'll be hugging the bottles. Yes. The other tip is that someone said in a blog, don't bother bringing tea bags. Bullshit. What a load of rubbish. Yeah. I can get hot water for free. So far. So far. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, hot water's not going to cost as much as the tea bag stuff. Hmm. So, yeah, we, I'm glad I've got the tea bags. What else was there? How nice was your sleeping bag last night? Oh, no. So, we've got to fess up and come clean. So, we... We've been pretty excited about the fact we've been the most organised people by a long way on this trip. We've researched everything. Yep. Everyone's turned to us for advice. Yeah, and when people haven't had things, so we needed to create a little ankle protector for Richard this morning. Got the first aid kit we, out. Got we everything. had the padding for it. Um, we'd been paying out Dan the Kiwi for genuinely having no idea. And losing everything. Yep. So he the lost Visa his card. Visa card night one, lost his key. Lost um, his mobile phone, but yep. found it again. Yep. Thought we were sleeping in tents. Because <laughs> um, he didn't research anything. And he's like... I knew you didn't need to bring sleeping bags. So the, the trekking company supplies sleeping bags, but they didn't tell us that. But so, only from Lukla. What's no, that? before Lukla. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kathmandu. But yeah, so no one knew. So people had either bought them or hired them independently. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I knew that. And we're like, how did how you did know, you that, know one that thing that no one else knew? And they said, oh, and he said, oh, they must have told me in the car when they picked me up. And I went, so. Hang on. No, Gunga said. Yes. When I picked him up, I knew he had no idea. And he said this in front of him. He had nothing. He wasn't prepared. So I told him everything. And when he picked us up, he knew we had everything. So he just told us to relax and lay down. <laughs> so did we have everything? No. Well, we may have had everything at that point of time. Yeah, we've lost a sleeping bag. Yes. 
So one of us has to freeze to death. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I came to bed last night and I said, and Tasha, I pulled out Tasha pulled out her sleeping bag and I went to get mine. And I went, Tasha, I can't find the sleeping bag. And she's like, it's on me. I'm tired. Go to sleep. Look, there's nothing worse than someone waking you up at the whole, the some right time of 9pm. Yes. <laughs> and you're exhausted and telling you to get up and have a look for stuff. So we had a look and then we realised it's not in our bag. Yep. We've rented this sleeping bag, by the way, so it looks like we're going to have to pay a little... Well, we called the hotels and none of the hotels have it and it's not like we were going to pull it out anywhere else. So the theory at the moment, and if this, if this comes to fruition, then we are idiots. The theory at the moment... Is it's that we may suitcase, have packed it in the suitcase. Which is de- still down in Kathmandu. So I can't believe for one minute that we've done that. No. So I'm going to blame it on Yak. Yak yeah. or anything that's not us Stolen. being that stupid. Yeah. Has to be. On the upside, um, the owner of Sherpa Land that uh, we're in today went and did his I'm Nepalese thing and got us, a, got us a higher bag at a reasonable price for... Yeah, so two two US a, a night basically, um, which is a good price for up here, um, and no deposit, which I think's a pretty good effort given that we've already lost a sleeping bag before we started. <laughs> yeah, today. So, so, so to get a to get a no deposit deal, I wouldn't do that. I'd be asking for Mastercard. Yeah. So if it is that a naughty yak or a cheeky housekeeper has nicked our sleeping bag, then we'll have to once pay. we get down the bottom, we're going to have to negotiate a price that's the difference between what we think the sleeping bag's worth and the money we've already paid to rent non-existent said sleeping bag. <laughs> Um, Can we just tell them we left with one? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's going to be too bad because the deposit on Stu's sleeping bag was, was 80, 80 US. But he didn't get the sleeping bags we got. His is second hand, so I reckon we might be up for 120. 110, 120. Which, as Tash says, she said, that's only as bad as when I crashed a motorcycle in Laos. Yeah. And I'm like... So you're trying to suggest that this was my doing. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, we're even for that Lao yes. problem. Yes. Yeah. I barely touched the sleeping bags. The Lao problem was a fantastic problem. But though. the Lao problem was your fault too. Because I let you get on a scooter? Because you took off immediately and didn't come back for an hour. So story here. So Tash, Tash managed to get 400 metres before driving into the back of a parked no, truck. the back, the side. The side of a parked but truck. But I didn't just... I flew into the side of the truck, smashed yes. my helmet, yep. smashed the front of the yep. the scooter. Yep. Like so, I went airborne. Yep. Stepped the key off in the snapped lock. Snapped the key off in the lock. Yep. Broke every the windshield thingy, and then laid there on the ground in, in front of the Australian ho- Australian bar on Australia Day, and this Australian doctor came up to me and, and paramedic. Well, and a paramedic. That's right. Yeah. Came up to me and said, "I think your legs separated. Here's a coke and a Valium." So, yeah, but they were on mushrooms. Yeah, so, so they were wrong. I was fine. Yes. But so, I was bleeding. Yeah. But Guy didn't come back for another 45 minutes to save me. Well, I me. wondered where she was. <laughs> so let me put this in perspective. Many, many years before, I lost a key, a key to a motor scooter whilst swimming in Grace. And I think I got charged about 400 Australian Whoa. for losing the key. 
we got this wrecked scooter and wrecked helmet. helmet. Um, back to the guy. Thankfully, that wasn't very difficult. He given was you were, No, you were 400 <laughs> metres up the road. <laughs> he, he was right there when I crashed uh, He it. came and got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he just sat there with a the calculator and he's doing this. This is broken. This is broken. This is going, broken. Um, I have to take it six hours to Luang Prabang. To get it fixed. Kept going, kept going. Pulled out a number that was in lay ocean money, whatever and that is. And I just did a quick calculation and it came to just over $100 Australian. So we went, here, and I'm take like, the money. Here, take right. that. Gave him 100 US and it's got, got the hell out of there before, before he, he, he might have changed his mind because that's outrageous. I would have been racking up uh, I would thousand, have bucks. thousand bucks. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so anyway. every trip, there's always going to be some form of disaster, and this time it seems to be a sleeping bag. Yeah, which isn't really a disaster. It would have been a disaster if, if we couldn't we... get a new one. So if we hadn't pulled the sleeping bag out while we were here... Last night. We wouldn't have known until we got to Tengboshe, which would have been too late to get a There's sleeping no bag. Which would have meant us cuddling very closely, <laughs> or me sleeping in all my clothes under a yak blanket. <laughs> or under a yak. Or, just or under a yak. yak. Yeah. On that, today we saw our first proper yaks. Yep, so we had some proper yaks today. Normally what they have is... Cacks. Well, they don't call them cacks. They call them so- another name, but we've decided to rename them cacks because yes. they're cow yaks. Yes. And they're quite cute. Or yows, but no, cacks sounds I like better. cacks. Yeah, they are quite cute. They're yeah. quite small. Yeah. They can only carry 60 kilos. Yeah, they're hot. So, so, so Tash was saying, well, if I have to come back, I might have to come back on... One of these cacks and Gunga went, uh, the, 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 the cacks, cacks only, only carry take... 60 kilo. You're too big. I was like, fuck you, man. I'll take two cacks. Um, it, it reminded me of the story of me almost having to take the donkey way out of El Mirador. Um, until you but realized. refusing to get on the back of the donkey because they were already calling me El Gordito, the little fat one at the time. Yeah. So I understand your pain now. Yeah. Now, we haven't lost any weight yet. And why is that, Tash? Being quite transparent. Uh, in the in the sheer concept of being honest, I can't poo. Mm. Yeah. So, Which is opposite to when we were in Kathmandu, when yeah. it was all the time. Which was Kathmandu. Kathmandu. Yeah. We, we literally can't poo. Yeah, so the altitude's definitely with affecting campaign. metabolism. I think it's also what we're eating. We haven't had any Indian food. We're eating all Western stuff. Yeah, a lot more... Pastry, pizza stuff. Yeah. And we've just been told today to stop that. Yeah. So just go on. All no the... more meat from here no on in. No more meat. Because you can't, can't trust, trust it. it. Um, a lot of vegetables. Uh, Eat smaller meals more often, which is quite hard because they you keep... You stop three times feed, a day. And they keep feeding you a whole bunch of food. Oh, my so. God. I got a pasta today and it was the size of my face. It's yeah. huge. I have to give it to everyone. I think we should order two meals between... It's not a bad idea. Well, one meal between two. two. Although, as we go further up, it's probably going to get smaller. Well, I should just get soup and you get yeah. something else and we'll work it out from there. So but anyway, you guys yeah. don't need to know about so this. So it all works counterintuitively. The higher you get, the worse the food gets and the more expensive it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, you're paying for drinks like coffee and tea and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, that's it. So tomorrow, where are we off to? So we've had an acclimatisation yep. today. Yep. So tomorrow's to Tengboshe. So a couple of hours of nice, pretty much flat walking. We we saw this path from up above and we said, 
Oh, that looks like a nice path. I can walk on that yep. path, and it turns out that we're yep. doing that one. And then we do a V valley. So there so are V valleys down. and U valleys. U valleys are created by glaciers. V valleys are created by uh, tectonic shifts, basically. So you go down for an hour and then finish the day with a two-hour Yeah, heavy so climb. why can't it be the other way around? Down for two hours and then go up one. Because it doesn't work that way. It <laughs> takes longer to go up. You just want to know why they didn't put a suspension, yeah. the world's longest suspension bridge I've got a in theory play. that from Namjai that to, to Everest, they should have a suspension bridge that we just walk across. <laughs> yeah. be bloody cold, but yeah. we've walked across a lot of suspension bridges so far, and it is really cold. Yeah, but then there'd be no challenge. That's a challenge, walking across a bridge. Yeah, actually, those suspension bridges take it out of your calves they do, because you're, you're kind of balancing, balancing a bit on as, your toes you, as, well. as you go. Talking about that, how mm-hmm. sore was I yesterday? Pretty sore. So when I'm walking, now I've done all that training on my calves and my thighs, mm-hmm. and yet my calves and my thighs were killing me, absolutely killing me. So I don't think there's any kind of training you can do, well, unless think, you're an, a long-term fitness yeah, person. I, th- I think one of the big problems is that there's almost never a steady foothold. So doing stairs training at the gym, as we talked about earlier, um, everything's even, everything's level. Um, here it, you, you're basically on rocks pretty much everywhere. So you're having to watch every step, um, and then every step's uneven. So thankfully, um, we had at least one hike, which we accidentally ended up on a bunch of shale. Um, yeah, which that's given me the downhill practice. Yeah, it turned out to be quite good for us. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, pretty, uh, pretty uneven, um, and it's only going to get more so, and we might have some snow as well in a couple of days. So uh, Yeah, Little Tash is very excited Little Tash that. is excited about snow. The rest of us are that's dreading it. Make you it's wet like and cold. a nightmare. So <laughs> Anyway, so tomorrow we're off to Deng. Deng Boshe. Deng Boshe. Yep. Um, and that's it, I reckon. Yep. Yep, so we'll uh, we'll try to do another one tomorrow night from Tengboshe. Um, after Tengboshe, we may we may or may not have um, we'll record cellular, so we'll record, but we mightn't be able to post until if we can actually Everest post Base Camp. Everest Base Camp. <laughs> he said that the Encel um, data card that I bought yeah. works up until Tengboshe, and that yeah. like doesn't work there, and then. Nothing works until Everest Base Camp in yep. return. So, so for Bear you, with us. yep. So for you guys, you'll have three to to hit up. But so, you've got Christmas. Yep. Um, yeah. So enjoy your Christmas. Um, yep. We'll be in Denboche. <laughs> we'll be in Denboche eating vegetable momos <laughs> and soup. Yeah, and soup. <laughs> um, and uh, and then we'll catch you probably on the way back down. Um, and we are going to record some outtakes of our little cask and crew downstairs. Yeah, we might let uh, Dan the New Zealander have his own late night show where he asks the heavy hitting questions. Like, are there aliens? Yep. And is is there such a thing as religion? And when are you going to have children? <laughs> and why aren't you having them? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he's, he's a light, light talker. <laughs> but all right. So um, thank you for listening again. And we'll talk to you. We'll record another one tomorrow night and then we'll see how we go from there. Um, so don't forget that we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Pocket Cast. Yep. And make sure if you get the chance to please review us, you know, as high as you can so that other people can find us. And share with a friend. 
Yeah, share with anyone. Yeah. Just your mum. <laughs> Whatever. Um, anyway, thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Oh The Places We Will Go podcast. Please head over to our Facebook page at Oh The Places We Will Go podcast and then subscribe to our SoundCloud account. And in the words of the legend himself, Dr. Zeus, on and on you will hike and I know you'll hike far and face up to your problems, whatever they are. You'll get mixed up, of course, as you already know. You'll get mixed up with many strange birds as you go. So be sure when you step, step with great care and great tact. And remember that life's a great balancing act. Just never forget to be dexterous and deaf. And never mix up your right foot with your left. And you will succeed, yes, you will indeed, 98 and three quarter percent guaranteed. You're off to great places, today is your day. Your mountain is waiting, so get on your way. Kid, you will move mountains. <laughs>